0: Good morning. This is Christine Giacomo, and today's morning briefing is a little different. It's called A Trip into Iraq. How often do you ask yourself why? Why am I doing this? Why do I believe what I believe? Women of Passion had its first meeting of the winter session yesterday. Oh my goodness, the room was full nigh unto overflowing. Our topic is identity. What's yours? The fact is, sooner or later, when we slow down long enough to think about substantive matters, questions pop up, questions crying out for probative thinking. Obviously the question at hand for this session is, what is my identity? How do I define myself? Who am I, anyway? And certainly our core beliefs, our religious beliefs, may and should be a significant part of the answer. So we're looking at different religions. Yesterday, we looked at the religion of Islam. Wow! My friend of many years, Talar, who was born an Iraqi Kurd, came and shared her story. What it was like to live under the heavy hand of Saddam Hussein in fear of being found to believe anything contrary to Islam and the regime of Saddam. How I wish I could transport all of you into the room to hear her beautiful, heartfelt, intelligent story, and her path to coming to the God of the Bible and the Jesus who is not heavy-handed, but full of grace. But I had been doing my homework as well, studying various sources for a good, concise description of Islam, which is said to be the fastest-growing religion in the world. Please note, when studying any religion, Study and learn about its founder or leader. Study and read its doctrine or manuals, its holy works. Muhammad was born in 570 AD in Mecca, which is in the western region of Saudi Arabia. He struggled mightily with mental anguish, saying even to his first wife, Khadijah, I am afraid of becoming mad. I see all the signs of madness in myself. Throughout his life he wrestled with thoughts of suicide. He would take himself to a cave outside of Mecca to meditate, and it was there that he reported that Gabriel spoke to him. Gabriel told him he was a prophet and, according to the Quran's teachings, that is the Islamic scriptures, they came directly to Muhammad, peace be unto him, from the angel Gabriel, who received it from the Almighty God, Allah and then he recited it to Muhammad, peace be upon him, piece by piece, sentence by sentence, revealing small and large portions of it over a period of 23 years. Note, that sentence was a direct quote, and indicative of how a devout Muslim makes reference to Muhammad, yet today, always following his name with, peace be upon him. While making converts was slow in Mecca, Muhammad mostly crafted ideals for a peaceful religion. However, that changed when he had to flee from Mecca to Medina in 622 AD. Once in Medina, he became more forceful, invoking violence to advance Islam. There are numerous verses in the Quran that permit those of Dar al-Islam, that is, the house or land of Islam, to use force, even violence, against those who are Dar al-Harb house or land of war, everyone who is outside the Muslim faith. It seems that as Islam gains a majority in a country, the pressure on the Dar al-Harb increases exponentially. Islam, in the aggregate, is a mostly peaceful religion when it is the minority in an area or a country, or when everyone submits to its ideology, becoming a member of the House of Islam. Note, the name Islam means submission. Muslims believe in Jesus, yes. That is to say, they believe in Jesus as a prophet. They do not believe he was God, and they do not believe that his crucifixion, or needless to say, his resurrection, was a historical event. The holy works of Islam are, yes, the Quran, which was an oral text throughout the life of Muhammad. It was also fluid, That is to say, it contradicted itself. Certain verses revealed to Muhammad were later repudiated by him as satanic, revealed not by Gabriel, but by Satan. Devout Muslims emphasize that it is only correct when recited in Arabic. But then, one must understand Arabic well, right? Hmm. The Hadith, the second one, is the authentic statements or of Muhammad, the biography and traditions of Muhammad, and third the, uh, of their works is the Reliance of the Traveler, which is the manual of the Sunnis, who comprise approximately 85%, some estimates up to 90% of the world's Muslims. Note, most of Sharia law comes from this text. It is key to understand that, that there are two parts of Islam and they cannot be separated, religion and politics or government, which is Sharia. This is a foreign concept that most Americans cannot wrap their brains around as America's constitution provides for separation of church and state. Drafted by Thomas Jefferson, it was the First Amendment. Islamic beliefs take one of three forms, Sunni, Shiite, or Sufis, the latter being the smallest percentage and their mystics. The two main branches of Islam, Sunni and Shiite, diverge in their beliefs over who is the true inheritor of the mantle of the Prophet Muhammad. Finally, there are five pillars of Islam that make up Muslim life. 1. Shahada. Absolute belief in Allah and Muhammad as his prophet, reciting daily there is no god but Allah, and Muhammad is the prophet of Allah. Second, prayer. Five daily prescribed prayers facing Mecca. Third, zakat, required giving to the needy. Fourth, fasting during the month of Ramadan for self-purification. And fifth, hajj or pilgrimage to Mecca at least once in one's life. A sixth pillar is mentioned, jihad, the meaning of which is constantly debated. Some Muslims call it the personal spiritual struggle, others the killings in the name of Allah which are permitted in the Quran. Adhering to these five or six pillars gives a devout Muslim a good chance to get to heaven But there are no guarantees, promises, or security for the devotee. Why study Islam? There is much being said and done in the name of Allah today, and it is incumbent on thinking people, especially followers of Jesus Christ, to know. How do you treat the covered Muslim woman you encounter in your physician's office, by the way? With love, honor, and respect. If you have a chance to talk matters of faith, it is all about the love of Jesus Christ and the grace of God the Father, which is oh so foreign to one who is under the iron fist of the star and crescent, to one who is trying to do and do and do some more to hope to see heaven.